Hey guys, it's Grace Gosted. I'm here hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. My first introduction to you was your um, was your cover of Cars. And for me, Gary Lightbody is one of my favorite songwriters and Snow Patrol is just incredible. So you doing that cover and nailing it was like a big plus for me. So that like, congratulations with that. But talk to me about the creative process of making this cover sound like your own. Oh gosh. Um, so it's, you know, like you said, Snow Patrol, absolutely just fantastic. Um, they've been one of my favorite groups for a really long time. And I don't know, Chasing Cars has been that song since I was like a little girl almost that just whenever it came on, it just gave me the best vibes in the world. And so when I started posting songs on YouTube and, you know, covers and things like that, it was one that I knew that I always wanted to do. Um, and I, God, I don't know. I wanted to take it back to its sort of like original form. I just wanted piano. I wanted it to be stripped down. You know, I wanted the whole thing um, to just feel really authentic and just to be able to hear the words and, and so on. So I don't know. It's, it's just a fantastic song. And I think it was easy to make a great cover because it's such a great song, you know? Um, but it was, it was super fun to shoot and super fun to sing. And to this, I mean, I think it's going to be one of my favorites forever. Your voice is another thing that drew my attention. I love your lower register. And in saying that, when did you discover that you could sing that way? And how did you learn to control it? Because I feel like lower register is one of the hardest to control when you're singing. You're not wrong about that. It definitely is. Um, God, I've been, I've been singing since I was super, super tiny. Like, you know, my parents always say I used to run around the house. I'd be singing instead of talking, like the whole thing. Um, I always have had a super low voice, both speaking and singing. Um, but I work with Don Lawrence, who's been my vocal coach for God, almost seven years now. I started with him when I was 13. Um, and he has just absolutely transformed my voice. He's taught me all the tricks, how to do everything. You know, he keeps my voice healthy. Um, so I think he was a huge part of just learning, um, really how to use my instrument. I think a lot of people think that you can kind of just get up and, and start singing and, and that's okay. But the truth is there's so much more to it. Um, and so I think my work with Dawn um, was really instrumental in just me, I don't know, understanding how to use my voice. And how did understanding your voice help you kind of discover who you are as an artist? And, and what was that artist discovery process like for you? I mean, I, I think learning how to use my voice properly and, and learning proper classical technique. Um, it changed my entire mindset of how I sort of look at, at music, if that makes sense. Um, it became so real for me. It became so serious. You know, when I was younger, it was just something I loved to do. And then when I really started diving in, when I was like 12, 13, 14, I started, you know, I, I'd written songs when I was really, really young, like six and seven, but all of a sudden I start with all the coaching and, and so on. And it becomes this very real thing. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. There's so much more to this than just a great song. You know, there's so much that goes into, um, I don't know, just music, art in general. And I think I just fell in love with the process of creating a song, recording it, putting it out. I fell in love with the whole thing. And during that process, the songwriting is another another thing that is also a challenge to kind of learn to not only be able to write, but also being able to be comfortable, especially when it comes to vulnerability. Uh, your songwriting is very like you take us into your world. And I feel like that is, is a challenge in itself. So talk to me about like 
particularly for this upcoming, uh, for this EP that, that, you know, is out now, Welcome to Jupiter 1.0, like what was your, your writing process like for this EP? And when did you kind of discover the identity of the EP? So I guess I'll, I'll start here. So just as a writer in general, I always go into every song with this idea that I want to tell a story from start to finish. Obviously, every song's different. Every storyline's going to be different. Um, but that's always my goal is I want to give someone, you know, this baby like three minute little overview of whatever it is that I'm trying to talk about. Um, Welcome to Jupiter was really interesting because it was an EP that I, I wrote during, you know, this whole situation. So it was the first time I was really being forced to create under such just crazy circumstances. You know, I was working virtually with um, co-writers and things like that. It, it was really unique. Um, I do think though it inspired a lot of, you know, what, what was on that EP, you know, for example, Out of Time, which was the first single off of it, was this realization that I had during this where I was like, oh my God, I've spent so long on all the wrong things. You know, I've spent so much time with the wrong people, just not focused where I needed to be. And so I wrote that song about you know, being in the pandemic and being like, I can't see my friends. I can't see my family. And I had all this time where I could, and I chose to do different things. Um, So I think a lot of the EP was actually really heavily inspired by sort of the current circumstances. Um, And I also wanted to use Welcome to Jupiter as a bit of a into my upcoming album, which will be out. I think the first song comes out maybe first week of June, something like that. So there's lots of little hints everywhere in the EP that sort of gives you this idea of what I'm speaking about on the full length album project. During this process, uh, you worked with Scott Effman um, for this, pretty much for the entire EP from what it seems like with the tracks that you've released so far. So um, what, it, what was that relationship like with you and Scott in the studio or virtually and um, what was it about Scott that made you want him to be part of this project? Scott and I have been working together since I was 16 years old. So we've known each other about three years. Um, he did a ton of work on my first ever project I ever put out in 2019. We're best friends. He's an absolute creative genius. He's just one of those people. He walks into a room and automatically brings this amazing energy to it. Um, And that makes him so fun to work with because there's just never a dull moment, never a bad day. Um, And he's honestly just so incredibly talented. Um, And we work really well together. You know, we kind of just go in, we have no idea what we're doing. And all of a sudden, a couple hours later, we come out with a song. It's like crazy. Um, But I think that's how it works when you have really good creative chemistry with someone. And the fact that you have this chemistry and relationship for, for some time now, uh, every time that you jump into the studio for another track or another EP, um, how does he make it different for you to kind of step out of your comfort zone? Like what, what does he do to, to help you continue to challenge yourself as, as an artist? I mean, I think challenge myself is the right word that you just said, because Scott is one of those people, like he likes to push boundaries. He likes to push boundaries sonically. He likes to push me to go further. Um, and that's really important. Um, for me with anyone I work with, you know, I want someone who challenges me. I want someone who pushes back, who has, you know, all their own opinions and ideas. Um, And I think, I think we feed off of each other quite a bit. 
You know, there's nothing better than sort of coming up with an idea and then the person you're working with builds on top of that and then you build on top of that and it kind of becomes like, I almost see it as like Legos. You know, you just keep stacking little bricks up and all of a sudden you've got a tower. Um, And so I think Scott and I have just really developed over the last three years, a fantastic relationship where we can pretty much do anything. And as far as uh, the song Oxygen, uh, let's dive in a little bit more into this creative process of the song and how different was the writing process for you on this song in particular? I feel like it, it, it's more vulnerable. Uh, I feel, and instrumentally, I feel like we focus more on your vocals than anything else. So um, what was that creative process like for Oxygen? So Oxygen was a song that I wrote alone in my bedroom in the middle of the night. Um, it's about my mom. Um, and just the fact that she, for so many years now, has been that rock, that support system. When I'm at my lowest points, she's always there for me. You know, it's like this idea that she is my oxygen. When I don't feel like I can go on anymore, um, she's the person who was always there to pick me up. It's probably my most vulnerable song I've ever released. Um, I almost didn't release it <laughs> because... You know, it's just like one of those things I was like, I don't know, not not afraid to put it out, but it's just, it's so personal and it's about the most important person in my life. Um, and I just remember I was sitting in my room and I was kind of just like fussing on the piano a little bit. And um, God, I don't know. It almost was one of those songs that sort of just formed all at once. Like I didn't spend a ton of time on it. I was just playing and I had, you know, my voice memos going and whatever. And all of a sudden I had this whole song and I just remember kind of like tearing up a little bit um, when I wrote the chorus. And I mean, that was it. It was very simple. And it was sort of, it was sort of weird. Cause like I said, it was like three in the morning and I'm just kind of like alone in my room and I, I do this song and I'm like, okay, interesting. And um, I brought it in like two or three days later to a guy named Andy Seltzer who did a ton of work with me on my upcoming album, Black Box. Um, And, you know, we just decided to keep it really simple, really, you know, low key. We wanted the vocals to be sort of the star of the show and we didn't want to take anything away from the song by adding too much to it. Um, So that was sort of the vision. And vocally wise though, just because I kind of feel your emotion as you're, as you're singing it. Um, and, you know, it has a lot to do with, as I mentioned earlier, being able to control your lower register. So during the recording process of your vocals, did you feel like that also flowed out naturally? Or did you feel like you had a hard time recording this, the lyrics for this song in particular? Um, this song was a little bit challenging to record just because of how personal it is, because there are lines in it that literally make me tear up. And so as I'm singing it, you know, I'm like, oh, shoot, guys, we got to cut. Like, I'm going to have to start over again, you know, because you get a little bit choked up. I mean, I certainly did. Um, I've played it a handful of times just like live, you know, just for people. Maybe they come over, stuff like that. And I still now, you know, there's there's certain lines in there that just get me. Um I've recorded a ton of music at this point in my life. So I I think I've got, you know, that whole process pretty much down. But at the same time, um, with the right song, 
emotionally, it's always challenging because you're, you want it to feel honest for your listener. And at the same time, you want it to sound good. <laughs> and so you sort of have to find the balance there of, you know, I'm tearing up right now. I want you guys to hear that. But at the same time, I need to be able to get my words out, you know? <laughs> so it's all about finding the balance between those two things. And I think that makes for just a great vocal on a song. And with that kind of balance, how do you figure out or decide what the instrumentation is going to sound like? Just because you want to focus on the vocals, you don't want to, you don't want it to be like covered over guitars or piano or anything else. So what was the decision process like to figure out, okay, this is the kind of uh, instrumentation that I want for this record? I think it's different with every song. With Oxygen though, there are so many lyrics that are just so powerful that's what I wanted to be sort of the star of the show. I wanted people to just be able to hear, you know, what I was saying. Um, I didn't want it to feel um, too grand. You know, the song is so vulnerable. It's so honest. And I wanted the track to feel the same way. I didn't want to start adding drums and synths and things like that, because I have a lot of records that are really produced, you know, they, they're big tracks. This is not one that I wanted to sound like that though, because I just, it was so important for me that people could hear what I was saying, you know, hear the words and hopefully find, um, or hopefully relate it back to someone in their own life who they see in the same way that I see my mom, you know, that person who is their oxygen. I wanted, you know, just anyone who was gonna listen to it to be able to really understand the story. Well, the fact that this song is so important for you, uh, why did you feel the EP was a perfect choice for the song and not the album? That's a good question. Um, well, the album Black Box that is coming out um, early this summer is actually a complete and total linear story of the first 18 years of my life. And so it's it was really thought out what songs were going on that. The songs literally from the first track to the 12th track, they tell a complete and total story. So for me, Oxygen wasn't something that really fit into that mold. Um, I also wrote Oxygen um, pretty recently. It was kind of one of those like last minute decisions. We had the EP and I was like, oh, wait a minute, I got to put this one on there. You know what I mean? It was like, it wasn't even supposed to be on there originally. Um, and I just, I remember writing it and I was like, I have to put this out. If, if it's nothing but just a tribute to my mom, that's it. It's got to come out and I need people to hear it. Um, and so it, it just didn't, it didn't fit into the um, sort of vibe of the album, I suppose. But at the same time, it was just one of those songs that I needed um, to get out there. Um, and I think anytime you've got a first or last track, those are always your really sort of special places. And so putting that one out last was just, I think a really nice way to kind of wrap the EP up. The fact that you've experienced something so vulnerable like Oxygen, would you say that that's impacted the way that you uh, either wrote new material for this record or rewrote material that was already existing for this record? I mean, I think just as I've gotten older, I've become more and more comfortable with being completely and totally honest um, and just vulnerable. You know, when I was younger, I had a harder time talking about things that I was really feeling and, and so on. And so I think just, especially over the last year, I've seen a dramatic change in myself and the places I'm willing to go. 
you know, it's like every time I write a new song, every time I'm thinking about a new EP or album or whatever it is, I want to go a little further. You know, I want to push a little more. Um, so I think Oxygen was definitely one of those songs that I wrote and it became a bit of a turning point. Like, okay, we're going to level up now. You know, we've, we've really gotten very deep and very heavy here. And, um, you know, it opens up a whole new world of emotions and things to talk about, write about. And lastly, to close us off, like during this process of the EP or the record, um, did you find, what did you learn about yourself that you didn't know before as a songwriter or as, as a singer? I think what both EP and album have taught me overall um, is that there's no better way to exist than just being completely honest with yourself, your audience, people around you. There's nothing worse than like hiding things inside. And so music for me has just become that place where I can just, you know, sort of unload. And I know that there's so many people out there who are feeling exactly like I am. Um, and so I just think whenever I write, I always learn music for me comes from a very subconscious place. I couldn't even tell you sometimes I just get almost a download from the universe <laughs> to write a song. And then in that song, I'm like, wow, I didn't even know I felt that way, you know? And yet once I write it and it's out there, um, it's, it's super, it's super strange. I just think it's one of those things that it forces you to really, really dig very deep inside of yourself, maybe a little more than you even want to go. But at the end of the day, I just want to create art that's completely honest. I mean, when the soul speaks, you just got to let it guide you. So exactly, you know, right? that's exactly what goes on. For sure. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, congratulations uh, with this EP. Looking forward to this thank debut you. album. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Oh, thank you so much, Rob. This was amazing. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.